Hello, hello to episode 6 of your Radical Results podcast. My name is Ilse Passet and I'm your host. I am a mindset and goal achievement coach and today we are going to talk about leadership mistakes that are keeping you stuck as a leader. I've been reflecting a lot about the leadership experiences that I had while I was working in corporate but also the work that I do with um, the leaders that I work with who want to be more effective at achieving the goals for themselves and for their teams within very challenging environments sometimes. And I was reflecting on the mistakes that I have seen both firsthand and also through my clients' eyes that are keeping leaders stuck, that they're not helping them achieve their goals and are creating frustration and fear and anger and negativity within the teams themselves, the culture of the different companies that they're in um, or the different communities, as well as frustration for the leaders themselves. So what I've been reflecting about is who would be sort of the perfect leader, right? And that doesn't exist because we're human beings. We're not not everybody's perfect. N nobody's perfect, actually. But what would a good leader do, act like, be like? And what have the leaders that I observed um, in my business, working with them directly in my career, do that actually make them great leaders? And when I was doing this, this analysis, let's call it, I realized that there's actually very few examples of successful leaders that are being told. So not to be negative, but you know, there's lots of leaders in the world, but I could only pick a handful of examples really of people who are doing things effectively, but in a compassionate way that is also helping their teams. So I wanted to talk about the mistakes that I have seen that people make. So one of the mistakes that I have seen is not setting a vision. Um, if you don't give somebody a, the, a guiding light, a light post, if you're not clear about where you're going as a team, then you're not going to have those people do things that help you get to that point. It's a very um, fundamental thing to do, something that they teach in business school, but this is something that very few leaders do effectively. And it's not only about setting the vision and being clear about the vision, but also being excited about the vision and, and also being confident in the vision, guiding people towards that vision together. A lot of leaders say, here's a number, this number you need to achieve, or these are the two or three things you need to do and go and do them. And what happens when you do that is that your team is not engaged. They are just doing a series of activities during their day that are going to get them paid at the end of the day uh, but are not necessarily contributing. And also they're not thinking about other things that they could be doing to help you get to your goal. So that's one mistake. It's not setting a vision and it's not getting excited and confident about the vision and being very, very clear to people about what that is. The second mistake that I have seen, and I see this, I still see this all the time and it drives me bonkers, is micromanagement even at the highest levels of leadership. So when I talk about this, it's obviously if you're an employee who's come out of university, who's this is your first job or you're changing jobs and you're doing something new, 
um, you don't have a lot of experience. I understand that there's a certain level of management that needs to go into that relationship to make you successful. Makes complete sense to me. What is not okay is to micromanage people who have a lot of experience doing what they're doing or uh, people who are in higher levels of the organization. If you're having to micromanage a person that it's in, in your C-suite or your suite of directors or it's in the leadership part of your organization, then you hire the wrong person or you're being an ineffective leader. So it's either one of those two. Because one of the things that effective leaders do is they hire the right people. They actually develop those skills that are so important and that very few leaders bother with. It's interviewing. It's your intuition when interviewing. It's being clear on who you need. Being clear on who you're going to get along with. Being clear on who's going to be able to get your job, the job done. So some, some leaders don't do that and they end up with people that they need to micromanage. Or they find it very difficult to get out of the way. And this is very endemic in smaller organizations and on people who are sort of first-time leaders and managers. They have so much fear attached to the outcomes that they do not trust their team to do the right thing and they micromanage. And what this creates is an environment that is completely toxic, completely ineffective, Everybody's everybody's unhappy. It doesn't help your employee grow. And I can almost guarantee that if you're micromanaging someone, that person is not going to go the extra mile or the marathon, as I like to call it, because they don't feel like it's worthwhile because their life and their day is spent informing you of what's going on, copying you on emails, uh, giving you an explanation of everything that they're doing, um, having you direct everything that they do so they don't have time to do whatever is going to help you move forward. So I'm starting to sound a little bit negative. Uh, I guess I had lots of bad experiences and there's something, some things that I see that are quite negative, but I think this needs to be said. I think this needs to be said because there's a lot of people suffering right now. And I see this when I work with clients, when some clients come to me, they're already burnt out. They're very upset. Um, they, they have leaders that are not very compassionate, that are not very aware. Um, and sometimes it's, sometimes it's not even the intention of the leader to do this, but they just don't have enough education and the right skills to be a good leader, to be a good servant leader. And I have an episode on servant leadership that it's actually really good. And, and if you're interested in, in how servant leadership can help you, um, achieve radical results, you, you can go and, and watch that one. I believe it's around episode four or five, but um, but even though this sounds a little bit negative, one, a part of my mission is to make the world a better place for everybody, including the people who are working in corporate. If you have a corporate job that you love, and if you're happy, there's so much positivity that goes around and there's so much impact that happens on people's lives, on their communities, on their families, on, um, non-for-profit projects that they want to do on all of these things. It has a knock-on effect. But because not a lot of leaders have these skill sets, right now what I'm seeing is many toxic places, many people who are unhappy with their job. I think I was reading statistics where about 80% are unhappy with, 80% of people are unhappy with the job that they're doing. I believe this was in the UK. But can you imagine like 80% of people don't actually want to go to the job that they're in. Now, 20% of people are happy, and that's what we should aim to be. 
I want to work at those companies. You know, if I was a worker, like if I was working in corporate, that's where I would want to work. I would want to work with 80% of the people where the 20% of the people are actually happy. So there is still a lot that we can do in terms of leadership, in terms of servant leadership, and in terms of developing the soft skills that we, that we can to achieve the radical results that we want to achieve. Because these mistakes that we're making of micromanagement, of not having a clear vision, um, of creating a toxic environment, of not trusting our employees, um, of um, thinking that they're just sort of machines doing a work to an end and not recognizing that there's emotional intelligence and stuff that makes up a human being and a human being is complex. You know, there's all of these things that play into it or, and, or, or even becoming interested in understanding our employees and what motivates them. Very few leaders are actually focusing on doing this and they would benefit so much. They would really 10x their impact because I have seen it. I have seen it. They would 10x their resolve. They would achieve things that they never thought were possible if people are working together, if people are with them in the journey, if people feel good about where they're going. So from a leadership perspective, if you're doing some of these things, you know, one of the things it's, it's also not to beat yourself up because I don't think anybody has ever taught us this. Um, when I was working in corporate, I took many leadership courses. I have always been very inquisitive um, and I love learning. So God knows how many trainings I actually did. But nobody ever quite taught me these things. These were things that I had to learn along the way by trial and error, by lots of frustration, pain, suffering um, that I hope not a lot of people can have to go through and that actually creates an enormous amount of um i guess in in ineffectiveness in reaching great goals that can benefit lots of people so i'm quite passionate i guess as you can tell um about this this um this topic about servant leadership and my last thought that i want to leave you with is one of the things that might help you think about how to become the leader that you want to be and achieve the results that you want to achieve how do you want or do you want your employee to remember you 10 years from now? And how do you want them to remember you even when you're not longer working together and be that person? Because if you're the person that makes that big of an impact in somebody's life, that person will be willing to go for you the extra mile. They will create so many ideas that you never thought about. They will help you get to where you want to get a lot quicker and do it in a more positive way. And that's the end of this podcast. If you're interested in becoming a better leader, talking about leadership or how to achieve radical results, if you have very, very aggressive goals within your work, talk to me. I can help you achieve those. I'd love to get um, to know you and to have a conversation. I will see you in next week's podcast. <music>